Continuing to learn the Achizuk, and we started talking about living with Amuna, starting the day off with Maidani is a Chizuk in Amuna. And he says that a person who starts living with Amuna and the Rabbi Shalaylam, so a person's life changes. Lamashal, he says, if things don't go 100% his way, a person who lives with Amuna realizes everything is from the Rabbi Shalaylam and is for his Taiva. And even if a person doesn't understand why it's the taiva, but a person who lives with the understanding that the Rabbi Shalom is involved in every single moment and everything that's going on, so Pasha, he knows that the Rabbi Shalom has his taiva in mind, and therefore it's easier for a person to be able to uh, weather that challenge and, um, and to overcome the challenge, even though no one's denying that the challenge is hard and no one's denying that things don't seem to be going the right way for the person. But if a person lives with the Rabbi Nishalaylam, so then he knows that And he says that when a person has challenges, sar yisurim, a person has to be mefashesh v'maisa. A person has to think, what's the sibilaza? What's why? Why is this happening? What does the rabbi Nisham want from me? If a person realizes it's coming as a message from the rabbi Nisham, it's chas v'shalom. The rabbi Nisham is not there to just take nakam on a person. Anything Hashem does is to help the person become a better person, become a more of a shalem, kaparas avoynais, whatever the, the inyan is, a person has to think to himself, well, what does the Rabbi Nisham want from me? What could I do to make my life better? And that's what it means that with the living of Kalma David, Rachman al-Tavavid. Zen nikra amuna, he says. That's called amuna. Lachshev al kol davar im emuna. Emuna means to think about everything with emuna. Masibas hakashim. Why is this happening? What does Hakadosh Baruch Hu want from me? And a person needs his bainanus. You have to. A person has to stop and think and make a cheshbon anefesh. And he says very often on our own, it's very hard for us to try to figure out what we need to improve in. And that's why he says there's Sifrei Musr. Sifrei Musr widen our, uh, our, our, our perspective on what's out there and what the Rebbe Hashem really wants from a person. And, um, and when a person learns Sifrei Musr, it's not just a chizuk. A person is able to see what's, what's, what, what, what could be uh, improved in my life. What could I do a little bit better to hear the Rabbi Nisham's, the Rabbi Nisham's wake-up call, so to speak. Today, was the, today uh, Tuesday, was the Tzchaf um, Bey's Tammuz, was the 79th yard site of my Shver Zayda, Zechreinu Levracha, Rabbi Avram Grzitzki, Hashem Yikoyim Damay, the last Mashkiach in Slabodka, who was burnt down in the hospital in the Kavna Ghetto, the yesterday, the Chafalif, the Nazis liquidated the ghetto, and he was he had issues with his feet and things like that, and uh, arthritis or whatever it was, and he wasn't able. He tried to get to the uh, to the um, to the square for them to you know to be whatever it was called over there when they took them away, liquidating them to the to the to the camps, and he was too much pain. He wasn't able to, and he had to remain in the hospital. And uh, the next day, the Nazis started burning down the ghetto. And uh, he was burnt down in the ghetto uh, together with everybody else over there in the hospital. Um, but one of the big things that, that, that he lived with, he was a Merdik of Balamuna, 
And one of the things was he lived with looking for the Midah, Kenegad Midah. Now they say, B'Shem the Chazanish, I think that Zman in his time, we, we can't think like that. We can't like, go and look at our, at our lives, everything that goes wrong, and try to figure out the Midah, Kenegad Midah. Besides that, maybe for ourselves, it's probably not such a healthy thing. A person has to be on a very high Madrega. But I think they say, B'Shem the Chazanish, that in Zman in his times and on, there's a different type of Hanhaga. We have to wake up, we have to improve ourselves, but to try to figure out the Midah, the Kenegamida, he didn't uh, he didn't recommend it, the Chazanish. But the Taras of Ram, Zakhrain Livracha, he um, that's how he lived, uh, he lived everything like that. And in fact, it's well known that when the Nazis, when the Russians, I'm sorry, came into Lithuania before the Nazis, the Russians came in and they took over Slabotka, so they took over the yeshiva building and they turned it into a concert hall. Into a concert hall. And Rav Avram gave a shmooz and he said that we thought that we learned Taira Mitechatchak. We thought that we were learning Taira of Mesiris Nefesh, that Pasha we didn't have what to eat, and we and the poverty, and we were learning with, with our Kaiches. And the Rabbanisham showed us that it wasn't like that. If he turned it into a concert hall, Vaistachais, the way we approach learning Taira was like it's an entertainment type of thing. It's uh, you know, we, we eat, we drink, and then we're gonna go, you know, we eat some breakfast, and then we're gonna go entertain ourselves in the base Majish. He says, We thought we were doing what we were supposed to do, but the Rabbanisham with his Mida Kenegan Mida turning the Bismedrish into a concert hall showed us that we were lacking in our, our Amelus Batayra in the proper perspective. It was more of an entertainment. It's a very high Madrega, but this is, how he, this is how he touched it up. And when we were there four years ago um, in, the, in the ghetto, we were there the day, the night of Erev of his 75th yard site. So my uncle, Rebitzel Krasinski, his son, his youngest son, who was with him in the ghetto, so he spoke to us on the phone, he was in our cell, obviously, and he spoke to us on the phone for about 10, 15 minutes, and one of the things he pointed out was throughout the three years of the ghetto, which was a chiddush b'chlau that a, a, a rav should make it all those years in the ghetto. The Nazis, the first thing they did was they got rid of the rabbanim and, and the reshivas and things like that. That was a, he said that b'chlau was a crazy hashkocha, so to speak, that Rabbi Avram made it from the first day of the ghetto to the last day of the ghetto, and he was mechazik the Bnei Taira. But one thing is, the Bnei Taira used to come to him every Matzah Shabbos for like a shmuz and a chizik, and they used to sing. But one thing he did every week was he would don up what happened in the ghetto that week and what the Midah Kenegad Midah was. Bamish every week to figure out what they're buying So we're talking about under the Nazis in the ghetto, and if you read the Kavna ghetto, it was not a very comfortable place. Any ghetto wasn't a comfortable place. But there's, there's, these are, there were survivors from there. That documented things, and every week he would learn up Mida Kenegad Mida what happened and what needed to be improved. That's a person is a very high madragas of of uh, of Emuna. But for the us and the Hamaynam, just the realization that such a thing exists, first of all. And number two, the idea that yes, the Rabbi Shalom is involved in every step of our lives. And Mamela, there's nothing random. And if the Rabbi Shalom gives a person a little bit of a challenge, the Rabbi Shalom wants uh, the person to come closer to him and to daven and to do tshuva and to, to be mischazik. Doesn't mean it's easy, doesn't mean that it's a simple thing. But if a person has that type of emuna in Ashkach of the Rabbi Shalom, so his life becomes a little bit of a different life, and Bez Hashem will continue to